stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. I think we're coming at you live from responsible distances apart, and this still is the Blue Heaven Podcast. What's going on, guys? Uh, my name is Clint. You can find me as RealFRG on Twitter and Instagram, and I really hope you can hear me. Yeah. Please let us know if you can hear us in the comments below, because if not, then me and Clint are just talking to each other, which is also good, but not nearly as good as talking to all of you guys. What's going on, guys? My name is Brooke. You can find me at me 3 on Twitter and Instagram. Tim Rogers says, yes, all good. We are heard. We are out there. We are vocal. Congratulations to us. Clint, go ahead and give us a round of applause there. We earned that one. We did it, right? Thank you to Mr. Gary Lee over there on the buttons for figuring it out for us. Hopefully you guys you guys understand just as well as we do. Doing this stuff when you do not have a studio is very difficult. And uh, we thank you for yeah. bearing with us and staying hanging in there. It looks like a lot of you guys are already back in. So we appreciate you guys for hanging around. It means a lot. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna chug here. Like, <laughs> sorry about that. You, you I, know what? I, I need a drink, Gary. Um, I should say, really, Brooke. This is because of all the crap we were talking about that Dodger Zoom party. It's on I us. Think. Everybody, it's on us. Everybody was going hot online. So if you guys weren't there, we are going. Your official, albeit very late, we are your official Dodgers uh, post game show, the Zoom party post game show. So uh, thanks for stopping by. <laughs> yeah, we'll, <laughs> that's part of today's. We'll show. talk a little bit about that Zoom party. Some highlights, some lowlights. There were both. There were definitely both. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll talk a little bit about Vin Scully, who took a spill at his home earlier this week, unfortunately. But we got a lot of Vin love because I don't know about you, Clint, but the dude's ninety-two years old, and he's done more to encourage us during this virus than anybody else has in the entire Dodgers right? team. I think. <laughs> No, what what Vin does just for everybody on a day to day, like as soon as you heard that, you're just like, oh no, 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 yeah. no, we don't, we don't want this. This can't be happening. Also on today's show, as part of that, we got to talk about our Dodger stories, favorite stories. Louis asking, what are we talking about? We will get to that. Some of the news in a minute, um, but you know, just people talking about some of their favorite Dodger stories. We asked a little bit online, and uh, you know, we're gonna keep talking about that on this show, um, and generally just missing Dodger Stadium. You know, we. Uh, we miss you desperately, and um, we hope to be back with you very soon. And <laughs> finally, on the show, if we get it that make it that far, Creeper Stash Battle featuring Enrique Hernandez. So before we get into the show, I do want to ask you if you guys could please rate and review uh, the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, wherever you happen to listen to the show. We'd appreciate it mm-hmm. uh, if you would rate, review, subscribe, all that kind of stuff. You know, do be nice people, uh, and we will send you. Um, our love and gratitude online guys don't forget this is a live stream as shoddily as it's put together this is a live stream so make sure you drop into the comments let us know where you're repping dodgers nation let us know where you're at tonight i'm jumping into those comments a little bit leslie taylor says still weird to see you boys on a monday yeah yeah it is weird to be here on a monday clint you know usually tuesday i'm like all right i'm in the (laughs) week it's it's blue heaven night getting the swing of things we've been doing tuesdays Mm -hmm. for I mean, we've been on and off for Tuesdays, switching over because of the season, but we've been doing Tuesdays for a solid minute now. Yeah, it's it's uh, what is it? We started this show. Blue Heaven's been around since about March or April of 2018. We started going live after the 2018 World Series, or right right about you know in the 2018 uh, playoffs. So we've been coming at you live for a long time on Tuesday nights for the greater part. So Monday is weird. Bro- both Brooke and I forgot. <laughs> That we said is going to be on Monday. It's like, oh, Tuesday. Then yeah. You just get caught in this routine. That's how this, we know it's this, Tuesday. This has been going on for a while. Even your former co-host is in the stream right now. And he says he's oh, here for all the FRG, which, let's be honest, that's what everybody's here for. Even me. Glad to, uh, glad to see you, bud. East Coast <laughs> he's Kev. Doing, East Coast Kev. He's doing well. Nice kid, friend of the show. Nice kid. <laughs> Dig into a few more comments. Nancy's missing her Dodgers up there in Northern California. Uh, our boy Roach is in the stream. What up, guys? What's up going on, Roach? Good to see you. What up, I.E.? My friend. Oh, sorry. Jose. Just <laughs> because it makes him uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, Charlie Hamill says he's saying, uh, take me out to the ballgame nice and loud with Dieter. Brooke, did you sing? Uh, I did not, but 
I wasn't expecting Dieter. I wasn't expecting any of that. Um, mm-hmm. So when he started playing the national anthem, I was like, oh, man, I miss baseball. <laughs> it right? got me. All it right. got me. I, I think we got to dig right into it. Yep. Zoom party review. I wrote down a few notes right there. Right at the top is G-Lo. <laughs> George Lopez. Killing the game. All right. If oh you guys gosh. were here uh, or anybody here on the stream on the official, albeit slightly late, post-game show. Hey, hey. Anybody watching that Zoom party would know that it is a technical struggle from time to time. And, you know, we're we're always over here. You know, you got the boy on the keyboard over there, Mr. Gary Lee. We're always trying to find ways to improve it and get a little bit better. And, you know, as we as we change little variables here and there, um, you know, things just uh, certain little switches don't work. And luckily we're able to figure it out. So we're here and alive. But Proud of us. Man, that Zoom party was interesting. So here's here's the thing. They they did their best. And uh, there were yeah. some really good parts of it. And there were some parts of it where it was like, ah, I probably could have done without that. Personally, could have done with less celebrities and more players. Yes. And if yeah. you're going to pick players, maybe a couple more personable players. I think Will Smith said six words on that Zoom. But he was there the entire <laughs> time. Uh, Joe Kelly's pretty personable. Pretty funny guy. Jock has no personality whatsoever. Uh, Kenley, he's you know he's funny for what it's worth. Um, yeah, it is Foot Locker. That there was just some people on that call where it was like, why is Mario Lopez on this call? Like he does not need to be on this call. George Lopez, hundred percent should have been on the call. Yeah, <laughs> my goodness, he uh, saved that. So again, if if anybody was on uh, the Zoom uh, Dodger Zoom party, do let us know in the comments. Let us know your thoughts on it, and we'll get to your comments along the way. But like. Yeah, George Lopez, I think, made that thing, uh, to be honest. like Otherwise, it just would have been a thousand million percent cringe. Yeah. Instead, of, I mean, he added to the cringe, but it was the funny uh, type of cringe. Yeah. Um, but other than that, like, yeah, Jaleel White didn't really need to be there. The one time Nomar spoke, you couldn't hear him because he wasn't plugged in, right? Uh, every video they played... Like, whoever was running it on the back end, okay, there's this little thing. It's a newfangled thing. It's called Direct Connect Ethernet. That's, it's, it's very important when you're running a live stream. <laughs> to, go in all, in all and fairness, just plug that bad in boy In all in. fairness, the Dodgers probably have Spectrum, which I have Spectrum. And uh, anytime I'm plugged into the Ethernet, I still get the potato quality sometimes in our stream. So they're doing their best. <laughs> this, they're doing their thing. And also there was, the, there was the kid. I, I'm already forgetting his name, but Gail just reminded me in the comments that he's from a show called Blackish, which I think is like yeah. a Netflix show or something like that. I had no idea who he was. I thought he was like like a Miles, kid that they uh, just invited on like as a contest winner or something. I was like, who is this what's kid? What's his name again? Miles Berman? Miles Miles Brown. <laughs> That's, no, 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 no. Miles Berman is the guy who uh, who gets you um, not drunk or something like that. Yeah. I forgot how it goes. Yeah, so go. you're, you're DUI defense attorney. Yeah, huh? DUI defense attorney. <laughs> <laughs> Miles L. Berman. Miles L. Berman. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it, it was it was peculiar. Uh, hey, you know, it's I good timing. Yeah, button, good. But it was it was accurate. Yeah, I would say um, Gail, Gail hits it also in the head there. Brad Paisley was solid. Yep. You can see where, where Alana a little, went a little bit off the rails when she's just like, I want to hear um, some country right now. <laughs> because... If anybody doesn't know Alana, if you you know provided half of the people on here, probably been blocked by her. Uh, but she's a country girl. She loves you know her country. And Brad Paisley is a country superstar, as they like to call him in the biz. So um, that was that was pretty uh, that was pretty fun. Tim to, Tim to Rogers uh, dropping over. in an elf reference into the chat. I appreciate it. Miles Finch. <laughs> that's good quality. Tim, that's plus stuff. Uh, uh, what else did I have? The, but yeah. I, oh. One of the biggest things for me was uh, Joe Kelly calling the LaCroix LaCroc, and that was uh, a highlight for me for sure. And then he followed that up by asking (laughs) Kenley if he was in a footlocker. (laughs) Joe Kelly, sneaky good on this Zoom call. He's quick, man. He's witty. He's fast. He's funny. He snuck in the uh, Gabe Kapler uh, sexy beach picture into the The background. background Uh, Elisa over on Periscope says, why the heck was Steve Urkel on there? Dude, Jaleel White is like, like Gary can speak to this a little bit, but he's he's really involved in the Dodgers. Like he comes to every charity event and he's always yeah. eating all their food. <laughs> he's he's great with he's the team. Like that standard celebrity in LA that everybody just yeah. invites to, and he goes to every sporting uh, sporting charity event that I've ever been to. I've, I've always seen him. He's at all of them. He's always there. So I'm like, ah, cool. 
Give me Joe Kelly or give me death. And and Gary, I, I would uh, I, looking at the blips. I think you got to turn up your your monitors a little bit there. But uh, yeah, he, going back to to Urkel as he was so eloquently put here. I think that was the first time we saw him. Our our first event together, Brooke, was uh, that Puig tournament, and Puig goes hard when, with the food. Oh, like yeah. he had he had the tamales there. He had a couple taco guys and. Jaleel White shows up late, and he's just like, oh, I'll take that, and I'll take that. Inside, you know, there's a, a freaking lobster, and there's you know, all this other stuff. We're, we're cowing down outside. you got to love that. But uh, <laughs> digging into a couple couple more here, Ralph says next week will be great. You don't know if they're going to do another one of these, like how soon they're going to do it. This whole thing seemed weird because it went from 1,000 to somehow 10,000, which, you know, I don't know if you're aware, is a pretty drastic leap <laughs> in uh, in quantity of, of viewers there. But you know, we everybody went into it pretty, you know, in the dark about what it was. Even Brooke and I were texting before the show. I was like, I, I, "Are we going to be on camera? Like, uh, uh, do they hear us? What's going on here?" It was um, peculiar, but yeah, Lacroix. Uh, it was funny think, watching some fans get ready by putting on makeup. <laughs> hey, you I, know, I, yeah. you know, I had to shave. Everybody up a cleaned up. Bit. Yeah, yeah, you, you got to look pretty, you know. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, um, let's let's get into uh, you know some of the real stuff here. There has been actual news. Uh, anybody else that wants to drop in some Dodger Zoom party stuff, go for it. We're gonna have some fun with that along the way. Uh, thankfully, hey, we haven't had any glitches since we come back on, so we did it, Reddit. <laughs> so far, so good. All right, so we're not gonna be taking. Well, you know what? Screw it. I'm gonna be taking shots with each one of these new pieces because YOLO, but. Brooke, uh, the Dodgers finally gave a, a sliver of an update about tickets. Yeah. What up yeah, with that? Kind of, yeah. kind of. A little bit of an update. If you guys uh, follow the Dodgers uh. subreddit, which Clint and I do, because there's a lot of good information there. I swear this is water. Well, that's good. Um, Hydrate. It, so we follow it. It's and the there's, there's always fans <laughs> updating stuff on there all the time. And one user posted that he had an interaction with somebody from the Dodgers ticketing team on some level and basically said, hey, you bought your ticket package from Costco, so you can either get a credit for a different game, but you're not getting a refund. Talk to Costco. So if you bought your tickets, uh, I know Costco has like ticket plans, right? Clint, I don't, I don't, I'm a Sam's Club yeah. guy, so I don't, I don't know. Um, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I don't have enough money to go to Costco, but, uh, <laughs> it turns out if you, if you bought those ticket plans, the Dodgers might be screwing you out of some stuff. It kind of just led me to talk about the ticket refund thing again. There's still been no communication. Like even the, um, the Dodgers update page still says like all-star week hasn't been affected at all. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it has, it's been affected. Has, I thought that was actually like full blown canceled or they did put it that it was canceled it hasn't somewhere. been officially called off yet wow. even on the updates page it hasn't been officially affected yet uh our boy hatfield over on facebook hatfield says class action lawsuits tend to move the flag and of course i don't know if this happened after or just like before our, our episode uh our recording last week last tuesday but you know the dodgers were named amongst all the other teams and mlb in that uh, a class action lawsuit about you know tickets and all that because essentially fans are being held hostage and it's the really the worst time for fans to be held hostage about this kind of crap because people need money whether they're out of work then the non-essentials and hell even the essentials that are trying to figure out you know what to do with family and kids and all that you know by the way another sneaky good thing was um when mario lopez was finally summoned to speak uh, to speak freaking ac slater man he uh I don't think he's a fan of his children. <laughs> he, he did talk a lot of crap on his kids for, for a dad. I was, I was like, uh, I don't know if I'd want my kids to hear this. <laughs> I know, right? But, yeah, fans are just plainly being held hostage for, for tickets in uh, you know a, a technicality that is, what are they saying again? They're postponed. The games are postponed. I'm going to tell you right now, there's a chance that that game on April fifth isn't gonna happen <laughs> this is a good chance it's not gonna happen interleague games aren't gonna happen so what i'm sure know? they're figuring out a lot of things but whatever it's it's really weird uh charlie hamill charles says uh, i thought mlb officially did cancel the all-star game so we do got to check that out um I, I do remember seeing something like that you would think we would know the news but you know what uh everything's kind of blended together over the last couple of weeks so water. now i can't even remember. all i remember is that i checked the uh actual dodgers page and 
under the All Star Game section has said nothing official mm-hmm. has been affected. So it's a, it's a great it's a great Tuesday night right now. Oh yeah, <laughs> See what I did there. Yeah, Tuesday. See what I did there. Uh, other news: Puig to San Francisco once again heating up. Now, eh. it was from. I, I'm not going to say it's a not reputable source, but it's not a very uh, well-known source. Usually, when we look at these accounts that have four-digit, you know, followers, it's like. I mean, I'm not going to say what do you know. I have four-digit followers. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> <A>. me. <laughs> It, I mean, yeah, it's not fair to say, what do you know, you only have 5,000 followers or whatever. But still, it just seemed like such a weird thing to, to kind of dump out there that, that Puig is, you know, there's, what, I guess they're saying essentially has like a verbal agreement once the uh, the, the lockout on player activity right. um, is lifted, then Puig is going to be a giant. Right. Which... Uh, you know, if Puig gets back with Kapler, you would think Gabe Kapler would know. You think Farhan would know, and and Puig, uh, if they're, if San Fran is looking for somebody to put some asses in the seats, Puig's gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, if if you're looking to sell tickets to no, the Giants, Kevin, games, it wasn't that guy. But yeah. Oh, Kevin said was the guy who guaranteed Harper to the Dodgers. That's good. That's, cool. That's plus. <laughs> was not, was, he's got a whole other world of things going on in his life. Right he's now. got a lot going on right now. Uh, <laughs> but for the Giants, I think that's probably one of the best moves you can make, other than the fact that they have way too many outfielders. I think you know they yeah. just brought back Hunter Pence. So unless Hunter Pence is going to yeah. learn to play first base or something like that, it seems like a weird move. But, I mean, that's, that's good. If they want to bring uh, Puig in, He's going to sell tickets. Even when he plays poorly, he puts fans in the seats because he's exciting mm-hmm. and he likes to fight entire crowds. So if I were the Giants, if I were Farhan, I'd be like, yeah, bring in Puig back. We just lost one of the faces of our franchise to the Diamondbacks, so why not bring in somebody else to light the crowd on fire? And he'll do it. <laughs> His worst enemy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. One, of, one of the favorite things I saw of it all was somebody saying that Puig should wear Mattis Bumgarner's number. <laughs> like hell yeah i'm down i am game for it let's do this but honestly what do you how do you personally feel about the idea of puig in, you know in in san francisco as I, a giant i can't i can't fault a guy for taking a job when he doesn't have a job so i i saw a lot of people that were like screw that guy like mm-hmm. i'll never we i think we had a poll where it's like would you boo him and a lot of people were like yeah i would boo that guy screw him he's a giant i'm like yeah. he it, he, he hasn't got any offers. Him. He hasn't got any offers from anybody. Like yeah, the dude I, needs no, a job. I, yeah, I doubt Dodgers stay and booze him when he comes back. I still. I hope not because people, people even when he's a giant, people booed yeah. Matt Kemp uh, when he got traded, and and uh, there was mm-hmm. obviously more that went into that. There were some comments mm-hmm. that he made where it sounded like yeah. he was trashing on L.A. When he kind of clarified when he came back, but the fact that people booed him when he left, just like yeah, he, he got traded. Like relax, easy. Yeah. So. L.A. can be a not forgiving town when you're on our bad side, and that's for sure. There's no reason Puig should be on our bad side, but the fact that he's signing a free agent contract with San Francisco might might rub people the wrong way. Stupidly, I don't know if it would. Uh, I don't know if it would be considered meta, but like the idea of and, and Spring Blur here on YouTube says Puig fighting the D-backs, Puig getting into a fight with Diamondbacks version of Mad Bum. I am all for it. Bring it in the pool. Give it to me in the pool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it it is what it is. You know, it's one of those things. The dude needs a job. If it goes there, whatever. All he's going to be is, uh, well, there's not going to be a trade deadline this year, most likely, but whatever. Everywhere he's gone, he's endeared himself to the fans. He's said the right things. He helps the charities Mm -hmm. in the local neighborhoods. He's done well. And most likely, if he does sign with San Francisco, he's going to do the same thing. I hope he doesn't say anything stupid towards the Dodgers. I don't think he would, um, no. you know, because he just still does a lot of charity work in L.A. Yeah. So yeah. that's yeah. the only reason I can see Dodger fans booing him is if he made some stupid ass remark like, you know, during his press conference. He's I think he's also taken advantage of by media members a lot of the time. Like mm-hmm. they want to they tried to do that when he got traded from L.A. Like they tried to get him mm-hmm. to say bad things about the Dodgers. There's obviously a language barrier there. We've talked to him. He His English is not great. Um, and so I think a lot of times media unfairly takes advantage of him in that way. So that's something to keep an eye out for. If he does end up signing with San Francisco, he might just say something blatantly anti-Dodgers. That's a possibility. Because he did say, like, yeah. 
I'm ready to not wear blue. I'm ready to wear red. And everyone was like, what the heck? Yeah. And it's like, well, that's his new team. Yeah. Of course he's ready to wear his team's well, colors. That was the big thing at first. It's like uh, Puig is very obviously try- trying to win the breakup because yeah. that's what it was when he was traded to Cincinnati. And then you know, he came back. People cheered him. And then, you know, ho-hum, he hits a home run off of Kershaw because I think anybody could have done that off of Kershaw last year. That's right. What? At me. But, <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I, I – Somebody had posed the idea, and this will be the last Puig part. Um, somebody had posed the idea of like, is Puig going to be like the first giant to get cheered a little bit at Dodger Stadium? And that would also just well, give give me the uncomforts. Just everybody be quiet. Just, <laughs> just, just go no, get a beer. No booze, no claps. <laughs> yes, no everyone booze. just sit there and stare. He got yeah. a he got a. Uh, with, um, so the thing that about having a name that sounds like booze, it really gets confusing. Um, so when he came back to Dodger Stadium as a red, everyone <laughs> everyone was yelling Puig, but it sounded like yeah. everybody was booing. So even Joe Davis had to like clarify, like he's not being booed; they're saying Puig. And so I, he got a good welcome back when he was on the Reds, but who knows if it's in orange and black? I was saying Booerns. Oh, Boo Thank Earns. You. Yeah, Thank you. that's good. That's I mean, good. Kevin's here. I got to drop a Simpsons reference. Yeah. Throwback Thursday on a Monday right here. In other news, the world's worst, uh, I wouldn't, <laughs> maybe not the world's worst father, but on paper, you know what? They have a lot in common. Yeah. Children and Jock Peterson have a lot in common. And Jock Peterson is uh, having baby number two. <laughs> it, it was announced days after Clayton Kershaw said, you know, the one person on my team, one teammate I would not want watching my children is Jock Peterson. Boom, child number two. What up with that? <laughs> what uh, What did I say to you? I said something about who let that child have another child. <laughs> yeah. I think that's yeah, about that was... spot on. Congrats to Jock yeah. and this family. Yeah. Poppy's going to get another uh, sister or brother. Did, I don't know. But no, yeah, they're, they're getting something. They're getting something, and uh, it's cool. School for them. Poppy's it's cool, it's cool to watch Josh Bro. I, I love that name. I just wonder what the second child's name is going to be. Seed. Mm-hmm. Poppy Seed. Ah, <laughs> uh, there you go. That's it. Uh, Stan. There you go. That's good. <laughs> Staying on that same vein of children in the Dodgers family, Joe Kelly, uh, known lacrosse lover. Uh, him and his wife just had twins last week. That's mm-hmm. So they're adding to their population. Knox gets a, a new... That's good applause. Better. It sounded really good. It sounded better than the uh, Dodgers video. So thank you for that. <laughs> uh, so it comes. Uh, Joe Kelly's having an eventful offseason, is he not? He breaks a window, has some twins, gets on a Zoom call, puts Gabe Kapler naked in his background. There's a lot going on with that guy. And, and Joe Exotic. And Joe Exotic. Yeah, he's uh, he's definitely had uh, a good – I think it's been a good week for him. It's like a solid uh, maybe 10 days for Joe Kelly. In the Joe Kelly Fight Club, things have gone down. He he went all over Boston media, you know, Boston radio too. It just totally worked. Uh, Leslie says Sunflower Peterson, by the way. Oh, that's so, good. That's a good name. You got Poppy, you got Sunflower. It well, works. Yeah, we'll take that. So like the twins, by the way, Joe Kelly's twins, first words were actually, where's that draft coming from? Because, you know, mm. the broken window. Yeah. A little, yeah I little. follow. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That's like that's like my quality <laughs> of bad joke. You know, I was thinking about it when, when putting together today's show. I was like, you know, I really want us to have like an on-the-spot joke segment, like like the comedy without a, uh, without a net, and really just to see you guys try to come up with jokes I think would be um, – it would be fun for me. It would be death for the rest of the people listening and watching this thing. But it's cool. Maybe. We're already all there together. <laughs> we did it, Reddit. We did it. Um, in other news, final bit of uh, news, of course. I-, I would say, you know, you read you read that that headline of of you know Vin Scully taken to the hospital. It's just not a good. It's not a good feeling. Yeah. When you read that, because dude's ninety two. He, and he's one of those guys. He's been in, you know, like our spotlight of late. He's been, you know, the guy that that has lifted us up. Like like you mentioned. I don't know if we've even mentioned it on air if it was before or whatever the hell it was. But he's he's done a lot for the community, <laughs> even in retirement and through this COVID and all that. So he took a spill in Vince Scully fashion. He was funny about him falling at home, and uh, we all feel bad. Yeah. I mean, I read the headline and I was like, 2020 has really sucked already. So can we please just have 
one good thing happen. So it was good mm-hmm. to hear Vin uh, joke about it, I guess. I'm, I'm glad they yeah. included that in the original tweet. Like, hey, yes. he fell. He's in the hospital. He's okay. He joked about sliding head first. And I was like, all right, if yeah. he can joke, he's okay. Um, th- if you guys were on the Zoom call, they played a Vin Scully clip and the way it was skipping and slowed down made it sound like he was not 92, but 292. And it sounded really sad and depressing. They but just released they, the full of audio. Yeah, I was just going to say, yeah, they, they, they had, tweeted they it out. No they were choice. like, he's okay, guys. We promise. Yeah. Even Alana, Honestly, was, it, Alana was like, guys, he does not sound like he's that. Fine. He's fine. Yeah, no, it sound, 100% it sounded like he had a stroke. Yeah, and that's like, just oh, not what no, you want to hear. Ben. It's like, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, like, the thing no, for me no, personally, when I first saw it, um, I, I saw it, I think it was trending, and then I got scared, because, mm-hmm. of course, this is 2020. Right. And I just uh, reminisced about, not reminisced, but remembered how Chick Hearn passed away, and he did fall at home, too. So, mm-hmm. you know, those are the things that you just kind of, for me, it got goosebumps, and I was just like, this city can't take another thing like that. You mm-hmm. know, it's just, uh, but it's so glad to hear that he's doing well. And, you know, he's really been, I, I can't think of anybody else in L.A. that's been more encouraging than he has. You know, there's nobody, mm-hmm. no other sports person really coming out and speaking. So he's been doing a great job being that grandfatherly patriarch of the city that everybody can can kind of lean on. Yeah, for sure. Uh, he, we talked about it earlier in the show, Clint, but he's yeah. really just been the guy to come out. And he's the one that you would expect the least action out of during a time like this, especially a guy is older as he is and he can be pretty compromised by this virus pretty easily but he's done a lot of stuff to make sure to put his voice out there to greet fans stuff like that so so for him to go above and beyond during all this is incredible even during a time when he got hurt and then he records a whole thing about him being okay like he didn't have Mm -hmm. to do any of that but he did so that kind of led us to talk about within with with each other i guess some vin stories some vin love that we've been talking about over the past couple days so we want to hear from you guys let us know your favorite vin stories i'm sure in 67 years of broadcasting you got to have at least one of them uh yeah uh, no doubt uh we got a few people john is saying love vin love vin love vin you know that's one of those guys it's like as uh Mrs. FRG says in the stream, just bubble wrap Vin already, put him away <laughs> until uh, you know Dodger sees him or something like that. I would say the same with Lasorda too. Those are two just iconic people that we can never lose. Uh, just don't don't ever let it happen. Did you hear? That, um, that's my only request. Did you hear George Lopez at the end talking about Vin? <laughs> he said, "I yeah. thought he tripped over Tommy Lasorda," <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my God, George." <laughs> Gilo, Chingon, like OG Chingon, bringing it, man. He's, I love he that. He does not care about anything anymore. He has no image no. to put up. He's like, this is who I am. <laughs> uh, by the way, we had our first, uh, at least the first one I saw, our first mustache comment comes from uh, our girl Jess. Jess says, oh my God, that mustache. In, yeah, you, in, a, you in a good way. <laughs> I'm. A, uh, we don't Please. know. Is it a good one? Please. <laughs> Let us know in the comments below. It's a but, good one. All right, well, uh, Gary, go ahead and lead it off. Like, give us a, a quality Vin story for you, because you have history, man. You have you have years, years. No, I do. I mean, I mean, for me, it was just uh, just back in the day, just going to uh, a charity event. I forgot which one it was, but it's just uh, when he walked in the room. It's weird how everybody, like you know, there's there were a lot of you know old players from all over the generations all different team sports kings lakers dodgers whatever people were there to just um you know just do the charity thing you know drinking food but when he walked in it was just it's crazy how much respect he gets you know and it's just you don't see it until you see other people who you think you respect Mm -hmm. just uh stop and say oh my god he's here and then you see see them turn into fanboys and they all want to go shake his hand uh it's just it's very uh awe-inspiring and it's just something that i still haven't met him in person i still haven't shaken his hand yet it's on the bucket list for sure and hope hopefully one day yeah we gotta we gotta get some some uh some facetime with vin yeah even if it's like literally facetime like i don't know if he knows how to work an iphone but i hate iphones i'll get an iphone for vin that's uh boom there's your there's your hot take right there (laughs) but (laughs) but uh, you know, we had a little bit of a run in with him when they announced the All Star Game last year. He was there, and you know, I at least got to t- say hi. And he kind of, 
you know, said hi back. So I'm good. I, I could die happy. I did have the minor amount of interaction with Vin. Um, you know, I mean, there's so many great Vin stories. Um, Gary, I don't know if you, you happen to have the, the, uh, clip uploaded, but one of my favorite Vin stories is actually from, um, one of our guys, one of our writers, one of our contributors, AJ. AJ's daughter was actually spoken about by Vin on a broadcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you? Were you able to get that? No, I wasn't able clip? to get that one just because. Uh, right, but, but I will get that. I will get that later. I have another Vin story. I mean, he's just a Vin clip. On, you know, on but, that uh, on that uh, on that note, though, guys, go ahead and uh, go go to uh, at AJ on the guitar on Twitter. It's it's pinned there. On his uh, on his uh, you know Twitter feed, Vin Scully talking about his daughter, and it's it's pretty legendary. And, and everybody, anybody who watched a broadcast with Vin knows anytime a you know a little kid, an adorable little child popped up on the screen, Vin's just he's melting away <laughs> when mm-hmm. it comes to kids. But you you said you got something. Yeah, I had the I had the kids uh, playing at Dodgers Stadium. This is just one of those memories of just Vin. Just immortalizing a moment for two kids. So hopefully uh, you guys can hear this. Second inning, no score in the ballgame. A great contrast. Two youngsters, maybe 10 years old, 9 years old. One is a Dodger fan just jumping up and down. He's as happy as can be. The little Giant fan, they've already won three World Series. So he's calm and cool, and he is eating his nachos. So what a contrast in those two wonderful to see them and the thought is of course they will stay that way probably all their lives one rooting for the Dodgers and the other for the Giants and look at that clip you got you got Granky in there come on now like that that's yeah makes that me was, feel warm and fuzzy. It was back from 2015 and I think yeah, uh yeah. you know just a great way where uh Vinny was just kind of you know, showing a little bit of his old school Giants fandom along with his Dodgers fandom. <laughs> uh, Brooke, what's your uh, what's your Vin story, man? Uh, you remember that one time Jim Tracy went off on the Empires? I don't remember what year this is. I don't even remember, but Vin kind of did the <laughs> the interpretation of what he was saying, or I guess the lip reading. It's like a whole thing when he's taking out the cuss words from Where, Tracy and yeah. replace, replacing them with something else. He said, this is uh-huh. blinking fertilizer. <laughs> or, fertilizer was a said, classic. He said, you got to be blinking me. <laughs> it's, it's one of those moments where like, as old as Vin is, you would think he wouldn't know how to handle something like that. He would just be so appalled that he would pull back. And he so often just leaned into those things and was so funny with it. It was just amazing what he would do. Like a fan would flip off the camera and he would find a way to make a joke out of a bird flying onto the screen or something like that. It was like, dude, how you are so sharp for being like 85 years old and broadcasting games for 60 plus years. So there's, I mean, there's, there's a million Vin moments. Um, I wasn't the age of like falling asleep with the radio under your pillow to Vin or anything like that. I'm a Coward. I'm a 93 baby, so we had television. Um, but Never I was definitely a uh, TV on every night on KCAL nine, watching, listening to Vin. Didn't matter if it was past my bedtime or not. Getting to listen to him every single night, and Vin Vin was one of the things that made me a Dodger fan early on. So million million Vin memories, and I'm like Gary, where. You know, when when we when I was considering coming on to Dodgers Nation, that was like the one thing that I considered was like, I want to meet Vin Scully, and that's the only person I really want to meet. Mm-hmm. Players are awesome, and it's great to interact with them, to get to meet them, and everything. But um, the one person I've always wanted to meet is Vin Scully. Still have not got the chance to, but need some quality Vin time. So well, this is it, everybody. If you guys can find Vin, bring him to Brook. He lives at 100 Brook Street. That's my street. And yeah. Just I I there's a good chance I die. <laughs> If I meet him, I thought you were just going to stop there. There's a no, good no, chance yeah. I die. I don't like you guys. I see me interact with players. Um, <clears throat> we've done it pretty often. I don't really fangirl or, or you know, just like go no, like frozen does. or like <laughs> I don't do that. Hey, that was Russell Martin, and that was twice. I, I it was in the same day. I understand the Russell Martin one a little bit more because he was like a hero <laughs> growing up to me. But uh, mm-hmm. I've, I've never like locked up to where I can't say anything. It's always just it's always very normal and smooth and fine. <laughs> But I think yeah. Vin, I would have, I would have emotional distress. <laughs> you probably need to think about it, and write down some questions. Yeah, that's like, why. And just that's why, prep, if we ever met him, everything. I'd have to prep a lot. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, uh, John John asked and says, I would listen to the transistor radio under my uh, under my pillow, wore out a dozen nine volt batteries per season, <laughs> and that was just the thing. You know, if we you so we we put out a, uh, a a part two. There were so many great stories we've gotten over uh, over the last few weeks from our fan submissions page, and uh, Gary, I think you added. Uh, an official link on on the website for that, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, right? It's uh here. I'm gonna drop in the link into the chat right now, but it is DodgersNation.com/slash/fan-stories. And mm-hmm. the way I built it isn't. It's not just an email pay, email us your story. Mm-hmm. The way I built it is I asked uh, five questions about like you know uh, what happened, uh, when did this happen, uh, and what was so memorable memorable about it. Who are you with? I think, uh, and how long have you been a Dodger fan? So at least we got some like meat and potatoes of the story and then we'll yeah. put it together for you. And if we do um, decide to put the story up on the site, uh, we're going to probably email you and ask you for photos or any videos that we can put up. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're trying to do our best to share some of these stories because even when we asked them on on Twitter the other night, I mean, we were getting yeah. some really good ones and people are already sharing photos of them stuck in the elevator with, uh, who was it? Uh oh, Oh yeah, it was Kenta. Oh, yeah. Kenta's son. Yeah, stuck in the right. elevator with Kenta, and just like hearing people's like unique stories, or how many people have been yelled at by Tommy Lasorda. You know that that is a long retweet right there. So you know those are really good stories that it's just fun to read on Twitter. But you know some people have really long stories. So any kind of stories you're used to sharing at your friends' birthday parties or at meetups, yeah. or just your favorite Dodger story, it'd be great to uh, if you share it with us so that we can share it with everybody else. Yeah, I don't know about you guys, but that's where like I'm kind of at right now. It's, you know, we're we're into we should have a, a a full month old season by now, and we haven't been to Dodger Stadium. Brooke hasn't been to three or four games where the Dodgers all lost because he's you know a curse. Uh, and I'm hitting that. I'm I can't say I'm sad, but like it's like damn, I need. I need baseball. I need to be at the ballpark. And you just like, you know, you, you watch them throw back games. You know, MLB Network has done some great stuff with that. Sports in LA, they, they have, I think they're showing um, uh, Justin Turner highlights tonight. But there's there's so many, like you just think back to all these memories, all these times you've been at the game. Like, I was there, I was there, I was there. You see that, you know, I was at the four plus one game, sort of. That's a long story. But, you know, you, you 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 look at this you know, you trek through this this history we're talking about here you know about Vin Scully and just like what he means to us and there's nothing more Vin Scully than being at Dodger Stadium even though you know the modern crowd self included wouldn't have been in that era to you know listen to Vinny at the ballpark and have it make sense of course <laughs> as we all keep getting older the delay keeps getting worse so you that doesn't work at all anymore but mm-hmm. what's more Vince Scully than 1000 Vince Scully Avenue at Dodger Stadium and and that's what we're talking about you know we did ask some of the folks online just like what are your favorite stories and and i mean i know both of you guys sifted through them looked at some of them and it's just it, it's 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 incredible to see these stories and be like either I'm there or I remember that or just that's a cool way to become a fan. Yeah, it's first first game with your your parents. Did your mom take you or your mom, your dad take you? Your grandparents take you? I mean, one of my good memories is actually going again with Clint. You know, like this is when we just first started and he introduced me to the dollar game. You know, and it's like every single play. I bet you he's going to steal second. I bet you he's going to take a strike. I bet you he's going to draw the walk. Whatever it was, it was just a dollar game. And it felt like we were at a bleep bar and just like, just, you know, making it rain. We're like, okay, like what what was it? But we drank so much. We had so much fun. Uh, I got yelled at for, you know, making... uh, Puig, you know, steal second. Yeah, you know, so I met some of Clint's friends. Yeah, and then you're high-fiving with random strangers. I mean, those are one of the best moments for me. It's like when the game goes down to it, to walk off, and you're just finding anybody in the crowd to just high-five or hug. I mean, I just can't think of it these days. But, like, man, yeah. those, those are good memories. And if you can share those, those would be really great. Because I feel like right now uh, the world needs a, fewer, a few more good stories than, than all the stories we're reading right now. You know, thinking about that, man, thinking about that, it's like you, you could you – could, 
picture yourself in a section. You're, you know, you're infield reserved or something like that. You're somewhere in the middle. You're stuck around a bunch of people you think are assholes and like, oh god, they won't stop yeah. talking or whatever. And then a home run happens. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I miss that. Yeah, it's just a <laughs> random commentary you hear in the crowd. Yeah. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Well, what do you got, Brooke? Uh, I was, so I was reading some of those fan stories today because um, yeah. we, we had a couple submissions on that um What's that called? The uh, what's the bird one? Twitter email. email. <laughs> no, I got the it internet. Was, it was on the twitters, as you call it. Mm-hmm. My mind's a little blank today. I'm still running off the uh, George Lopez cussing immediately <laughs> off the start of the stream and getting muted. So. It was 15 seconds into the Dodger Zoom party. Literally, full blown f bomb from yeah. G Lo. Sujo just went boom, red button. Um, <laughs> I don't think Sujo had anything to do with that. Yeah, I doubt it. At all. But anyway, but I was looking through those replies. There was one in particular. It was uh, Rebecca, who's at Dodger Foodie on Twitter, said, "A spring training a few years back, we met up with Chris Hatcher at a Buffalo Wild Wings, and I was." Oh, I saw that. I, there was just so many questions that I had about that. I don't know what happened there. I don't know why Chris Hatcher was at a Buffalo Wild Wings. Makes sense, actually. But he was, meeting up with some player. He was, he was player trying to get a Wilds. job. He's trying to get a job. Yeah, <laughs> so he said. Uh, yes, 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 I did. <laughs> I think he's still trying to get a job at Buffalo Wild Wings, as a matter of fact. Um, <laughs> but there's a lot of people jumping in this stream. Um, Roach says, my first game was July 24th, 2004. Dodgers beat the Padres 12-2. to I was not at that game. I don't know if you were, but I was not at that game. I don't – I don't – I can't remember the specific dates of things. I've been to a lot of games. Like, I was at the uh, the now-hated Alex Cora 18-pitch at-bat game against uh, – I think it was Matt Clement. Hmm. I was sitting in the, – the, okay, so check this out. There used to be a section – or there used to be a, a, a ticket package. It was the Coca-Cola seats, and you get four tickets – Four drinks, four hot dogs, and it was only like 40 bucks. That's like one damn ticket now. Fix yourself, Dodgers. <laughs> Anyways. Um, I, I don't remember my first Dodger game. I do remember my first baseball game. I was very young. It was an <clears throat> Angel game when they still wore the blue pinstripe stuffs. Uh, and Angels. I sat next to an old lady that smelled like mustard. I didn't know <gasps> her. She just smelled like mustard. That's my I first bet you baseball would memory. Kill to smell that old lady right now. I Crazy. would love to smell that old lady right now at a baseball game. <laughs> no doubt in my mind. Uh, should I tweet that? <laughs> I would love to smell that old lady at a baseball game. Brooke, me should go. I would love no, to no, smell no, that old lady. I would love to smell that old lady right now. Yeah. That should go over well. This is Brooke WTF. <laughs> yeah, put that on my highlight reel for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Rebecca no, responded, and she says, "I'll answer any questions you have about Chris Hatcher." Oh, Hamilton's there. I miss you, Hamilton. Oh, (laughs) Rebecca told us to DM if we want to call her. We should have got her live on the show to tell her that story. We might have to bring her on at some point to talk about the Chris Hatcher story. Because I need to know that. Yeah, we can uh, can do it better than just about any podcast out there. So we'll uh, we'll start bringing on fans. Why not? YOLO. Yeah, (laughs) having fans on is cool. Giving them a voice. uh, We can be Vasse. Yeah. Our guy Kevin, uh, he's he brings up he's he's playing bright note guy. He's playing bright side guy. The season delay gives him a chance to build robot umpires into the stadium. Longer we wait, the less Angel Hernandez we get. Positive thinking? Huh? Huh? Anybody? Anybody? Yeah. No? Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Anyway. We'll Anyways, uh, Katie, your girl Katie, tell us says my parents took me to my first Dodger game when I was a kid. The last game I went to. I took my dad and the Dodgers hit a walk off of, you know, we've been known to see a, a walk off or two. That's one or two, one or two. I mean, if oh, she says that was my last baseball game with my dad, it was amazing. Like that kind of story, you know, it's awesome. You know, I mean, same time, I, I'm not going to read the full context in that because I don't, I don't know enough of the context of that. So I'm going to assume the positive thing until the next game. But um, yada yada. It's a happy memory. It's a happy yeah, memory happy one is. way or another. It's yeah. one to look back on and smile about. And 
enjoy the time you had with somebody in your life, whoever it might have been. Um, I know for me, one of my earliest Dodger games was with my brother. Um, so him taking me to a game when I was you a kid. You have a brother? Yeah, you didn't know I had a brother? <laughs> I mean, to be fair. I thought you only had sisters. I do have uh, a lot of sisters, but I, sisters. I have an older brother. He's nine years oh older than God. me. So he's we're old. Horrible. We need more team bonding sessions. Yeah, we only well, drink towers of beer and bet on Dodger games. That's all we do together. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I mean... Maybe we need to finally have an episode of of this where we just like tell people we 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 date each other on the show for speed people dating. To get to know we, yeah, yeah. We're speed. <laughs> all right. One of these episodes, me and Brooke are going to speed date, and Gary, you can moderate. Can you I tell used us to about run speed dating events? So I, I got all the equipment for that. It's uh, all good. You used to speed date. What? <laughs> now you're going to tell me yeah. that you have brothers and sisters too? <laughs> <laughs> I, I do have a sister. <laughs> uh, Man, you think you know people? I know. Then they this, come this out having new sisters. Make you forget. <laughs> yeah. Bro, uh, Brooks friend Gary, what was your first game? What do you My got? first game? Yeah. Man, I, I don't, honestly don't. Was remember. Dodger Stadium up? You're like seven years older than me. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, I think my first game at Dodger Stadium wasn't a Dodger game. It was the Olympics in '84. So oh. my mom, my mom took me and my cousins to Dodger Stadium. I was like, holy God. I still remember. We sat center field, center field in the pavilions. I think we were like literally the last row. So um, it was still amazing. And it was just cool. The, the, fun, the fun thing was that uh, when my family immigrated here to, to the States, uh, our landlords were Mike Socio's aunt and uncle. So for some reason, we, we got, I, I sat on Tommy Lasorda's lap for some reason back in the day. And then um, Mike Socio like would, ago. Uh, I don't know. But, this was like a week ago. Yeah. You know, you know, the, you know, the story is that I got the World Series team autographed baseball. And then um, I played with it because we had nothing else to play with. And that was the worst decision of my life. So uh, I didn't get any more free stuff after that. <laughs> you said it was just like a week ago. <laughs> You got me with that one, man. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Gail wants in on this. We got to find Gail's comment. Gail's got to be coming up. John has a special memory. Took my grandfather to his very first baseball game, 1978 World Series Game Two. Um, I have yet to been yet to be to a uh, to a World Series game. I think I said that right. God, that's such an awesome memory. That John Olson's <laughs> memory. That's really cool. Like seriously, you should write up a story on that kind of stuff because there's so many people who. Who would love to do that? I'd love if I could have done that, you know, yeah. and, and see the smile on, you know, your grandfather's face as he enters the stadium. I mean, it's all about those kind of moments that you cherish forever. And if you could share that, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Periscope, Shrug on Periscope says, first Dodger game, my mom had me in the womb. We're going to count that, judges? Hey, you were there. We count that. You were yeah. there. Sure. Sure. I'm sure you had a Dodger dog, too. It's up to you. Because, you if know, you want to I mean, count it, yeah. you count it. As he said, they had a Dodger dog, yeah? Uh-huh. Oh, Gail wants uh, in on the speed dating thing with us. That's what she wants oh, in on. Yeah. Oh, okay. Count Gail in. A, a Zoom all speed right. dating? That um, could work. What is a good... All right, I'm going to count Gail in with... Uh, in your face, sucker! Boom. That works. That was my, that was my story. <laughs> uh, what else you got? Find one, Brooke. Find us a good one. Oh, you need a good one? Uh, Tim Rogers. Only he's got one. his first. He's got, like, Ooh. the exact date of his first game. And it was, uh, let's see, 212 years. No, it's 1973. <laughs> uh, September 22nd, 1973 versus the Reds. Don Sutton got lit up. Steve Garvey and Joe Ferguson hit two bombs each. That's pretty cool. That's cool. I would not be surprised if Tim remembers every single game he's ever been to in his entire life, by the way. He's just... He's just that good. Insane, I agree. All 2080 of them? 2080? I don't remember much about the exact first game. I just remember the first experience, and I think I recently even said it on one of these shows here, but uh, pulling up to Dodger Stadium, you know, I think we were in my car or whatever, but pulling up to Dodger Stadium was night. We were late to the game because we're OG Dodger fans like that. And I'm pretty sure Dodger had just hit a home run, and, you know, it was like – the music was going off. It was like the old da na 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 or something like that. I don't know. It might, might not have been that recent. But everything about it was cool. There was the, the lights, the, the music, the roar of the crowd. I'm like, all right, I'm in on this. This is, this is my thing now. And here I am. <laughs> Look at me now. 
We're a half hour late to the show. <laughs> <laughs> I full knew circle, I knew baby. it would bring us here. <laughs> <laughs> full full circle. Any whoozle, uh, we do appreciate all the comments, all all the stories. Like, you know, uh, uh, they're fun, but they're also like the, it's the it's a bittersweet time to be thinking about you know this kind of stuff because it's like, damn, I want to be at a game. This would be a, a what a day off. We're recording this on on a Monday. We're live on a Monday. If you guys are here with us, and you know, uh, Dodgers will be coming back home for a, another you know short homestand tomorrow. I think it was like two weird two games against minnesota or something like that i don't know but and we're not there that's the worst part gary remember them good times when we we're talking about like you know getting the new home run seats for opening day yeah spend, see how much money we want to spend throwback you know, and how many <laughs> that feels like we're gonna kill yeah it feels like decades ago right now it does feel like that I, I tell people that this whole thing just feels like one long day with just a little bit of naps here and there so it's just uh it's a very interesting <laughs> Uh, experience but you know like i try to keep looking on the, on the on the bright side of things and you know see my kids play and seeing them every day and being able to you know hang out and just you know enjoy some good family time that's that's been cool and just breathing really clean air in la has been really nice now see mario lopez that's what you should have said yeah that's how you talk Not- positively about your kids <laughs> Not, not, what are you supposed to do? It was basically remember. like, I want to get away from my kids. Please, <laughs> but please let me go away from my kids. I hate my kids, but I love my kids. Yeah, no, yeah. He said something about like, oh, the people who don't have kids got to be loving it right now. You <laughs> like, lucky. Guy's... It's like, hey, dude, they're right there. I see them. <laughs> it was, it was, yeah. yeah I, I, saw, I saw a meme about the that. Camera. Yeah, it's about like, uh. You have if you have you have no kids. You're trying to find ten things to learn right now so that you can be a better person after this. Uh-huh. But then for every parent you have kids, I mean, you cherish that five minutes you have between ten fifty five and eleven o'clock. And you're like, thank God, it's <laughs> it's finally quiet, and that that's all you care about, you know. <laughs> I can I can live on that side, yeah. Reasonable, yeah. Well, guys, moving uh, moving right along. Obviously, this is uh, it been an interesting uh, journey, I guess we'll say. But we we've survived as. As far as we have, oh. uh, another thing that has survived uh, the length of this quarantine is whatever the hell that thing is on Brooke's face. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> this it, is a fashion uh, statement. Are, are you hitting the compliment stage with it? You've been growing that for what? That, that was you like know, seven years now. I think initially it was pity compliments, but we're bordering <laughs> on real life compliments, guys. We're getting there. You, you're getting there. We we almost did it, Reddit. Like, we almost did it. I, I'm a, you almost I'm have my, enough karma. To my post fear, on Reddit. my fear is I just hit my limit and it's not going any further than it has, and it's not gonna grow anymore. You, sh- you should just let fear. like you should let the like the the what five to ten hairs grow on the sides as yeah, well. Heck yeah! Get the uh, the full like strap going. But I will say, I didn't lose the competition. So you didn't lose the competition. Now, Gary, I don't know how much, if any of these things, you do have loaded up, but... I do have this one. Oh, good. <laughs> I made sure I did this one. So hey, Everybody's favorite right utility <laughs> knife. Enrique Quique Hernandez. Um, he posted a beautiful cop mustache a, a couple days after Jared Goff and... <laughs> <laughs> I can see the picture now. Jerry Goff and Christian Yelich posted their uh, quarantine um, facial attire, I'll call it. Yeah. Brooke, I, I threw you right in there, and I got to say, I got a lot more comments on it than I thought I would. Uh, yeah, yeah. Obviously, Kike won. Which is Kike one? You know, that's just a dead giveaway. That's my that's my first that's takeaway a, from that's that. an incredible. That is a really good mustache. It's good. Yeah. I'm Enrique impressed Hernandez. by him. He needs to grow it a little further down to be less no, weird. No, 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 but, the handlebars. You uh, need no. full handlebars. Right there. Yes. You want to know why? You want to know why? Right there. That is allowable. That is an allowable Yankees mustache. That's so yeah, it's legal. He's he's showing. Um, Whoever's running the Yankees, yeah, he's Yankees material. Hey, this is his free agent. This is his walk year too. So you don't know if he's going to be back. My second takeaway is a lot of people hate Christian Yelich. My third takeaway is a lot of people like me, and they're just being nice. My fourth (laughs) takeaway: a lot of people do not know what Jared Goff looks like without a helmet and jersey on. (laughs) 
No one knew who that was. They were like, am I supposed to know this guy? <laughs> they thought they thought he was our intern. They were like, know, like <laughs> I actually saw a comment was like, what's up with chubby Ryan Gosling? And I was like, his name's Clint. And they were like, no, the guy in the picture. And I was like, oh, yeah, he does kind of look like chubby Ryan Gosling. <laughs> oh, man. So, I I just think he always looks like Richie Valens, but I mean, that was was way old. I I don't Uh, think that many people know it. So, so Yelly's choice in shirt for that photograph is suspect at at, at at best. (laughs) At least. Uh, I I definitely would not go with the, uh, at least back in my day, they used to call it the wife beater. I don't know if that's allowed anymore. But that was a bad uh, choice of a shirt to wear when you have, I think Hamill earlier called it uh, a mustache. Hmm. It's yeah. a bad mustache. It's yeah. a bad he's, look. For he's Christian wearing Yelich. what they call a uh, trailer park tuxedo. That's what he's wearing. <laughs> but look at what Katie Katie wrote the, in the comments. He goes, "So Yelich looks like he should be ha- handing out candy to children from the side of a van at the park." Oh. That's just a perfect description. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't let him hear good. that. He's gonna be so sad. His kneecap already blew up or whatever. So, um, my I think okay. So personally, my favorite takeaway from from this uh, this particular tweet I posted was that I am blocked by Kike online, as a lot of people here might know if you've been listening for the last you know almost three years. I've been blocked by Kike for a while, but people were tagging him in it, so I could just I don't I don't know what the the logistics are of of you know his side of it, of him getting tagged and things, <laughs> and it says like you know unable to display whatever it is. So I love that. That's plus stuff. I'm gonna go and give me a few points and some money apparently for being blocked by Kike four or five years ago, but but you've what? grown a lot since. So I think he should give you another chance. I hope. Maybe. Well, he was terrible that year, so whatever it was, I said he might have deserved it. <laughs> but he, he's he grown was, no. a lot too. So that's he's grown he a lot too. too. Yes, nice kid, friend of the show. Uh, <laughs> tell us your favorite Kike story, Gary. <laughs> no, a, can't do that. All right, <laughs> it's Brooke, what what uh, comment were you by far the most offended at? Oh, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> What did like, he call I, me across of? He called me across of Bregman and and Goff. Is that what he called me? Oh yeah. Somebody That's said, a, "Wow, Brooke likes a cross of Jared Goff and well, Alex Bregman." Wasn't there a little Reddick in there? No Reddick, right? No, it wasn't Reddick. It was no, it was oh, okay. Bregman and Goff. Which, first of all, number one, how dare you compare me to either <laughs> of those men? Because I don't like either of them at all. One of them what? is a horrible human being, and he's really short, and he sucks, and he lies. And the other one is an overpaid quarterback. So, <laughs> tell us how you really feel. That's it. That's how I really feel. So he's ruining LA's only franchise, uh, any only <laughs> only football franchise. He renegotiated his uh, contract. Mm-hmm. He did. He did restructure because it's like, look, I know I suck, so we I need to change that. something. <laughs> we need to change Here's it up, or people are going to blame me. Yeah. I don't want them to blame me, so take some money back. <laughs> you got my guy Louie in the stream. He says, "Hands up for Lo Castro." So you, now you got uh, somebody calling you Lo Castro. So at Shouts least you can come away with a win on that. Right? I'll take it, boy. I'll take it. I want to be Timmy Two Fly any day. <laughs> Um, let's see. All right, let's find a. I don't think p- many people have commented too much on it. No, I think they're just like, "What I the hell is this? I don't want to talk about this." They're intimidated <laughs> by your mustache. Yeah, you know, I know you guys can barely tell the difference between me and Charlie Blackman right now, but I assure you, it's me. No need to worry. So you're just gonna let it keep going, dude? I mean, what are we looking at here? Probably through May. We're going to be quarantined maybe halfway through May. I mean, I still don't. No one really knows what's happening. Everyone's kind of like, you can go to the beach, but you can't. And it's like, okay, great. Uh, So I'm going to let it go until uh, until we safely can have podcasts together in a studio and sit side by side. I will let it grow. I mean, I think we technically can safely do it now. It's just people will talk crap about us if we do it. Yeah, we don't want to. We don't want to upset anybody, so it's just easier to do it from the comfort of our own homes and not risk it. But we also yeah, run into let me stress out in the first fifteen minutes and and sweat and say, "Why isn't this working?" That's yes, how to be I fair, I did. I did want to stay on that prep call uh, longer earlier in the day, but you guys didn't. So. 
Ooh, dude, that felt good. That bus rolling over me. Oh my god. <laughs> you can back. Oh, you can back it back know, up. Right there, you want. Do it again. Please, thank you. Uh, uh, Hamilton's in the stream. He says he wants to bet a dollar that uh, not everyone with a mustache is a child molesters, but all molesters do have mustaches. Is this accurate? I don't think coincidence. So. Probably shouldn't have read that comment. But that's okay. Yeah, it's, right. it's in the comments, so it's out there, anyways. It's someone's. It's <laughs> yeah. gonna be seen. Chris Canetta <laughs> says, "I look like Uncle Rico," and uh, I just want you to know, I can throw a football over that mountain. Can confirm, Gary? Can confirm? Can confirm. Oh, Leslie mm-hmm. wants to know how long the hair is, and uh, Dude, we have a video. On I mean, we're just we're getting out of hand, guys. Yeah, this is the the Brook um, Body Hair Edition. I told the uh, I told the uh, oh I said it on Twitter sponsors. when I saw Eric Caros pop up on the Zoom call. I was like, oh my god, when I hair gets long, I look just like Eric Caros. <laughs> well, dump like, it out. Let's discount, see the, discount, Eric Caros. Let's, let's see the poof. Discount, Eric Caros. I I, I can't really poof it. It's slick. Oh, back. oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I see. I see. Yeah. Uh, the flow, sorry, the flow is excessive a, right now, guys. I'm looking. I was looking at a delayed vi- version of this because, again, it's hard to do this remote. But hey, you know what? Uh, none of our videos were delayed. We didn't make Vin Scully sound like he had a stroke. So I'd say win-win. Kudos to us. All right, somebody pull it out of your ass. Give me a final thought. Give me something positive, uh, Jerry. I can give you something positive right now. Our Cyber Dodgers are on a seven-game winning streak. Seven-game winning streak. I saw that. Seven-game winning streak. Like we've been, I've been doing these freaking game simulations ever since spring training, and I mean, people love it. I, I love seeing the comments and people getting into it. Uh, the Dod- just so that everybody can know, the Dodgers are eighteen and ten after a seven-game winning streak. They just swept the Nationals and the Pirates, and they're coming back home i think or today's break um they're one game back behind the cyber padres who are 19 and 9 wow but they lost their last two kershaw is leading the league in wins with five and he also is leading with a 0.59 era which is like whoa 0.6 better than Degrom right now and then david price and walker bueller are third and fourth in era with 1.23 and 1.27 eras respectively kenley is third in the league with nine saves Justin Turner is second in the league with 10 doubles. Jock Peterson is fifth in the league with two triples. Mookie Betts is ninth in the National League with seven home runs. And Cody Bellinger is ninth in the league, in National League, for uh, with 19 RBIs. So they're doing well. And this all happened after I put Corey Seager back in the lineup when he was injured. So I don't know. I mean, you guys can do whatever you want, but happy it's birthday, actually pretty Corey, exciting now that we're winning. Hmm? I said happy birthday, Corey, by the way. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, happy birth, happy birthday, Mister Steal Your Girl. <laughs> Seeger Smooth is what twenty eight today? I think it is. I don't know. He's older. He's old, wiser. And he's got a dog. Uh, what the hell was I going to say? <laughs> so these these are my gripes, and I see John John's in the stream saying, "Can we get the actual uniform number for Lux?" Because I know that Cyber Dodger Lux is still wearing forty eight when he switched to nine. So you have to update. I don't know. Does it let you still update along the way? I think if you're well, already yeah, in this, I just have to wait already... for the updates. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there you go. What I think Mookie is hitting like what one sixty or something like that, but has six or seven homers. Yeah, he had a streak where he hit like three home runs in three games, so I think that really bumped him up. But I think he's warming up. I guess. I don't know. The developers are from San Diego, so I don't know what the hell's going on. 20 wait uh, Seeger's only 26 that's on that's impossible uh hey, math, math is hard uh charlie I, hamble I over do, on facebook but... says is the dodger nation shop shipping shirts still during quarantine and the answer that's to what that told me is yes yeah because yeah. what what do we do it through gary the internet uh, teespring so they're they have multiple warehouses around the country i think everybody wears gloves so it should be good if not just you know put some uv light on it you're good to go there you go. And I and I think I think Teespring is coming out with like uh, a mask soon as well if they haven't already so you might be able to oh. get a, a Dodge Nation mask. If not I know oh, another yeah. site. Yeah. I, I think I saw yeah, I think I saw that coming out but yeah. You know, or if not man, go check out Ravine Rockers. They got yeah, Ravine Rockers. I mean, he came out with our Major League Cheaters shirt which is freaking mm-hmm. amazing. So everybody should go check out the shirt there. Um but yeah, I think uh the mask, everybody's been selling them on every Facebook group in the world. So it's like, I think average price is 10 bucks. But you can find a really nice, you know, nice person here and there who, who's going to give it away for free. But, right. uh, you know, just be careful, everyone. 
Subtle, I like it. Uh, man, do we need baseball back. We need you bad. Please let it happen. So many players are down for it. I think it's just waiting on Kershaw to agree to anything. So... Until then, you can find us struggling on DodgersNation.com. Please come hang out with us. You know, we're, we're doing what we can to bring you uh, some fun content that's at least going to get you through the day. So, um, you know, if you have ideas, let us know. Slip into them DMs if you want us to write about something. Uh, you know what? YOLO, man. That's what we're here for. Uh, subscribe to Blue Heaven on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Player FM. Uh, should I just name them all off? Keep going. I don't know. There's you're so already, many more. You're already doing there this, are so, so, so many, more. many more. So many more, guys. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash TV. Make sure to hit that little notification bell so you can see when we go live and then go off because we malfunctioned and then go live again, and then you'll know that we are back on and live again. So that's the important thing, guys. Uh, I am at BrookMe3 on Twitter and Instagram. This guy probably on this side of me is at RealFRG on Twitter and Instagram. We are at DodgerStation on Twitter. At officials Dodge Nation on Instagram. Huge thank you to our production team who figured it out on the other side and let us have a live show. Without him, it would not be possible. Thank you so much, Gary, for figuring it out for us. Thank you guys for your comments and questions and tuning in, and we'll see you next Monday. Or at some time. Bye. Bye. That's a good wave. You're waving good. Good job, bud. <laughs>